Hey friends, I'm excited about this episode because we're kicking off a summer series all about podcast launching. So say you're not quite ready to launch your podcast yet, but it's on your list of things to do. Today's episode will help you understand what you can do to prepare your backend, your workflows, and your assets to help set your podcast up for success. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com. Plus, you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Over the next few weeks, we'll be talking about launching, marketing, and the logistics behind your podcast launch. So many of you have reached out over the last few weeks over on Instagram wanting to make your podcast launch part of your summer plans, which makes me so excited for you. As you join me each week on this podcast, I also wanted to invite you to sign up for my newsletter because in a few weeks, I'll be dropping a really cool opportunity for those of you who are looking for more guidance in your podcast launch. You can sign up for the newsletter at gaffincreative.com newsletter. There are so many things that go into podcast launching, but what about all of the other things in your brand and business that add even more value to your podcast? Well, like I said, if you're not quite ready to make the leap into launching your podcast episode today or this week or this month, there are a variety of other things that you can work on and get in order to prepare for a more successful and valuable launch. One of the simplest things you can do is work on building an engaged audience on your social media platforms. And this could include Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, Twitter, etc. <laughs> While sure it's nice to have a large social media following, it's even more valuable to have an engaged one. Don't let the fear or insecurity of not having 10 or 20 or 50,000 followers on social media impact your desire to launch podcasts because you can build a successful podcast without a large following. As a podcast host whose social media totals less than 2000, I can tell you that my podcast fulfills its purpose and would be considered successful if you were to look at the goals of the podcast. So if you're wanting to work on building an audience, focus on building the know, like, and trust factor with that audience over growing a large following. If you can do both, that's even better. But if you're starting from nothing, quality is better than quantity. If you're looking for tools to help you with posting and engaging, I highly recommend Canva for design and content creation, and then a tool like Planoly for scheduling. And I'll link both of these in the show notes so that you can check them out. As a little bonus, one thing you can do if you're wanting to create a separate Instagram account for your podcast, but need it to grow fast at launch is that you can post your content as collaborator posts with your existing personal account or business account so that it gets more eyes on it. And this is a huge benefit of what Instagram has done on their platform to allow creators to create content that cross promotes across channels. So post it as your own and tag your Instagram, your podcast Instagram as a collaborator whenever you go to launch that. Now, the next thing I'd like to cover is that I think having a website to house your podcast content and episodes on is so important, 
especially for business owners. Your website acts as a hub for your podcast, and this can even be on your own business's website, like mine is. While you'll have a podcast hosting platform that distributes your podcast and shares your show notes, you'll likely want to drive your listeners to your website for a more robust show notes section, links, resources, and transcripts. So once they're on your website for those details and content, they're more likely to explore and convert into clients. So what should you do for this? If you don't have a website yet, start with building something simple, either under your name or your potential podcast name. You can host on a company like Namecheap, which is what I use, and then use a CMS like WordPress, select a theme, and get started with setting up your website. Now, I'll link to each of these in the show notes. Then make sure you have a resource page all about your podcast and a blog feature. So like on WordPress, there's a blog feature so that you can seamlessly add your episodes into your website. If you're curious about all the ways you can use your website to work for your podcast, I'll make sure to link a few episodes in the show notes of today's episode at gaffincreative.com slash 060. Now, the next thing I want you to consider is creating a newsletter and building your own audience. While email marketing has not always been my favorite task, I've grown to enjoy it more and more. As I have been more personalized with it in the last few weeks and created somewhat of a community behind it. If you want to join that community, you can head over to gaffincreative.com slash newsletter where I send out an, a weekly newsletter. I've also found my emails to be a lot more fun to create since switching to Flowdesk because I am able to create beautifully designed emails without any code. If you use my affiliate link, which I'll share in the show notes, you'll get 50% off your Flowdesk subscription. Now, the reason you want to build out your newsletter is because you're able to reach your audience on a more personalized manner but it's also known to have a higher conversion rate. And I love seeing the data behind my content. And I believe that I have been able to build more trust with my readers and my newsletters than I have on social media channels. So you can get started building out that newsletter list by offering freebies and encouraging exclusive content to the newsletter list or by offering some sort of value to the subscriber. Now, another consideration for what to have set up for your podcast launch is systems and workflows to help you with organizing and scheduling for episodes, interviews, and promotions. Over in episode 46 of the podcast, I share all about the importance of workflows and systems for both your business and your podcasts. I highly encourage you to take a listen to that episode. Okay, last but not least, the final thing that you should consider working on before you build out your podcast content is the relationships in your life and business. So when you launch a podcast, the support of others is so valuable. And in next week's episode, I'm actually going to talk about how these relationships come into play through promotions and launch teams, but the relationships you've already built and are still working to build will be so beneficial to you. Plus, they'd be really great guests on your show. So to recap, before you launch your podcast, the five considerations you should have in place are your social media audience, your website, your newsletter, systems and workflows, and relationships. And as a reminder, in a few weeks, I will be dropping a really cool opportunity for those of you who are looking for more guidance in your podcast launch. If you're not already on the newsletter, make sure you sign up at gaffincreative.com newsletter to be the first to know about this opportunity. And I'll see you all next week for another episode all about podcast launching and your marketing plan. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. 
If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out. Thank you.